All right, this is the Larry Society. I don't even know what episode we're on right now, but <clears throat> this episode's going to be a little bit different than the majority of the ones we do. This one's going to be a little bit more serious. It's just me, myself, and I. So stay tuned. My voice is shot, so if you like ASMR, uh, this is the spot for you. Let me tell you what. But uh, <clears throat> on a serious note, guys, today is an episode. Just so I've, had a lot, I've, had, I've been having a lot of thoughts lately. Uh, just a bunch of different things going on in life. And I figured, you know, like I said, it's my podcast, it's my channel. I feel like a lot of people can relate. So every now and then it's good to kind of have these episodes where we just talk about like real life shit, you know, thoughts, emotions, where do you want to go into life? What direction are you taking? Doubts, everyone has it. So this is definitely one of these episodes of like thought provoking. Not really going to be very funny, but hopefully you guys can enjoy it. But it's a late night here. It's like midnight. My roommates are all slumped, but I wanted to podcast, so I decided to jump on here. I wrote down some thoughts, and we're just going to let it rip and <clears throat> see how it goes. All right, so uh, something that's been on my mind a lot lately is whenever you engage in an activity, whenever you engage in an activity, ask yourself this. Is it bettering you, or is this slowing me down? Now, you can break this down in the most simple concepts of anything. Video games, golf working out, school, partying, drinking, social media, sleeping in. All of these different aspects you can look at and think, is this bettering me? Is this activity or is this experience bettering my life in some way, shape, or form? Or is it slowing me down or withholding me from what I should be achieving? For me, being completely honest, playing video games, which I do way more than I used to ever do, slows me down, staying up late at night, playing some stupid ass video game that doesn't fucking matter in my life, just to get a little bit of a dopamine rush, just a little bit of dopamine, which we're going to talk about. Um, You know, going out late nights to the bars when I could easily just sleep in, you know, get that eight hours of rest, sober, wake up the next day, feel fulfilled, but instead I go to the bars. Staying on social media for hours instead of, okay, maybe check it here and there, but get the fuck off your phone. I mean, even things like porn, if we're being completely honest, like everyone does it and it's a waste of time. So these are some of the negative activities that I do that I've talked about that I just think it's not benefiting you in any way, shape or form. It's just giving you a dopamine rush. And I think a lot of times, especially in our society nowadays, people get these dopamine rushes from things that are quick fixes. I mean, look at TikTok. How quick can you find something that you like or is pleasurable to you? Whether it's girls or a knockout fight or whatever your interests are, right? Freaking pets, money, success, anything, right? It's endless. And you can find it right there on your phone, video after video after video. And it's just these quick dopamine rushes that I feel like are kind of numbing us to things that, you know, this instant gratification is numbing us to long-term fulfillment and enjoyment you know there's so many quick things quick fixes you can get alcohol is another one drugs partying you know these quick shots of dopamine that are horrible for your mental health horrible for your body in the long term now don't get me wrong i'm not a fucking guru here i'm not some abstinence fucking amish guy okay i definitely do my partying and whatever fair share of everything else like everyone else and everything in moderation is definitely beneficial you know, you work your ass off all week or all month, yeah, go enjoy a beer, go have it, let it rip for the night. You know, you you know, you hit the gym, you got your homework done, you got your laundry taken care of, you're all cut up with your finances, go sit an hour on TikTok. I'm not saying to not do these things. I'm just something that I've noticed in my life is that I find myself a lot lately being 
like almost consumed by these quick dopamine rushes that gambling's another one. Just, oh, cool, I can win 100 bucks right here. Oh, you know, late night texting chicks. Oh, come over right now. Like stupid shit that's like you're wasting your time and energy on things that aren't going to fulfill you in the long run and actually leave you more empty versus spending time on things that matter. So that's just some like something that's been coming across my mind. Obviously, if you guys can relate, go ahead and comment. If you don't relate, I'd love to hear the feedback because like I said, this is all up for interpretation. These are just things that I've been thinking about lately. <clears throat> Another idea that's been um, kind of like pressing in my mind lately, uh, you have to let go of the past. Life is too short to hold grudges. So <clears throat> there's probably, I would say like, for sure like three or four solid relationships in my in the past couple months like friends really close friends of mine that have diminished over time and i've even lost some friends because of it um and not because of anything in particular just you know you fall out or you fuck up i mean both things have happened to me in the past you know you, you fuck up a situation you wish you could redo it but you can't life goes on but the big thing is you have to let go of the past. Life is way too short to hold grudges. Whether someone did you wrong or whether you did someone wrong, at the end of the day, you have to move forward because holding on to past resentment and grudges and, oh, well, if she did this or, well, if, you know, my buddy was different or maybe if I didn't drink this much, or, oh, they don't know the situation. It's all, it's irrelevant, okay? Like, life is too short to hold grudges, okay? If people want you in their life, great if they don't want you in their life that's their problem okay now i'm not saying if you fucked up something that you shouldn't be held accountable and i'm also not saying if they fucked up something they shouldn't be accountable all i'm saying is what's the point of holding on to grudge and wasting energy time out of your fucking day thinking about a situation or people that could have done you wrong or that if things went differently they would have been better it's just a waste of time now i know it's way harder said than done but all i'm saying is that the end of the day, when you stop wasting your time on things that are negative energy or that bring up bad experiences or you're around people that don't fulfill you, that's wasting time and energy of things you could be spending that gives you energy around people that care about you, around situations that are going to make you better, doing things that are positive and healthy in your life versus holding grudges and resentment because envy, jealousy, resentment, guilt, these all things will cripple someone's confidence, they will cripple someone's mental health. It will cripple your fucking day-to-day -day activities. So you have to learn to let it go. You have to learn to be at peace with what is and move forward. <clears throat> because like I said, this is obviously things going on in my life. Within the past, I'd say like three, four months, especially two relationships, people in my life that were at my life at one time, no longer talk to either of them. Uh, things came up, things didn't go the way that I foresaw them or they foresaw them and I lost friendships from it and that sucks and that's a part of life and obviously you learn and you grow but the big thing is like I kind of talked about before is you have to be at peace with what is you can't just keep trying to go back to the past because the past it's like it's like this window right like it's like this wall behind this window like I can't get back there it's it's, it's behind me you can only learn from these lessons learn not to make those same mistakes and move forward and try to be a better friend to your friends in the future Everyone's human, everyone fucks up, but at the end of the day, life is way too short to hold on to grudges. You have to let go of what is. Don't be keeping it, don't no negativity. Don't be talking bad about these people behind their back. It's just part of life. You gotta move forward. Find new friends, learn from your mistakes, try not to make them again. 
Okay, another one. <clears throat> when you're angry or frustrated, kind of going on with this last one, before asking, acting out, take a second to process those emotions and understand why they're truly bothering you. Kobe Bryant, is right here, talks about <clears throat> before he has an emotional, when he lost to the Celtics in 2008, that night in his bed, he was angry and he was pissed off. And obviously, he understood why he was angry and pissed off. But when he broke it down to understand, well, we didn't train enough in the preseason. I wasn't, you know, leading the guys as much as I should have in the regular season. I wasn't pushing them as hard as I could have in practice for the postseason, right? You take all these things into account, then what you can do is look at it from an objective view versus a subjective view. Because when things are subjective, there's a lot of emotion involved. There's a lot of, I'm right, they're wrong. But when it's objective, you can look at it from both sides, devil's advocate and your side. And then, you know, there's three sides of a coin. You know, the tail, the, the head, the tails, and the little side in the middle. You can see all views of it and then understand, oh, why do I feel these emotions? Maybe I should think before I act out. Many fucking times in my life, okay. People that know me know I'm a lot better now, but I used to be a lot, like a fucking idiot bottom line, like, you know, drinking or not even alcohol involved, just say whatever I think, whether it was right, wrong, or different, whether it was to hurt someone, you know, verbally or physical altercation or anything, just to, you know, to get my point across because this is how I feel right now. But I guarantee you 99.999 fucking percent of the time out of 100, those emotions or those things that you said or acted on the next morning or the next day or the next whatever week, you're going to start, fuck, why'd I do that? There's a better way to go about that. There's a, wetter, there's a better way to react to the situation. There's a better way to compartmentalize my emotions and then ultimately figure out, oh, okay, this is bugging me or, oh, this is making me sad or why? Once you can understand why you're doing it, then you can break it down and then you can move forward. But the big thing is, and I know it's fucking hard. Especially for the guys out there. I know for the homies listening out there, we're men, especially grown men. Like, you're in a bar, someone shoves you or whatever. You know what I mean? Guy starts talking shit to you. You're girl, like, you want to act. You want to fucking act without thing, right? Boom, cock your hand. Just start getting down or whatever. Or if it's a girl, she starts freaking out. She's freaking out on you for talking to another girl, right? You want to react. You're tripping. What are you talking about? You know? But you have to just be like, okay, take a step back. Maybe even physically remove yourself if you have to cool off, think about why those things and actions have been coming up and then move forward from there. Because guys, I'll tell you right now, there's a lot of times that I fuck things up. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you from experience where I jumped the gun, I reacted, I reacted to a situation versus decompartmentalizing the situation and then moving forward later on. And you can't do that. You know, you got learn from other people's mistakes is what I'm trying to say. Always think about things before you act on them. Even if it's even if it's a 10 second thought, right? Like for example, someone's like, oh Nick, or oh Steve, <clears throat> why you why you know why you late to the party, bro? Like, are, do you even want to be here? Instead of just arguing to me, like, dude, you know what? I'm going through shit all day. My family's going through ABC. I late at work. Whatever your reason is, it's like, hey, dude, honestly, man, like I'll explain a little bit later. Just I got a lot going on right now. Little things like that, right? Taking a second to be like, you know what, dude, like. I don't want to talk about this right now, but I'll explain later. It's going to definitely surface things up, and it makes you more mature. At the end of the day, right? You want to be mature. You want to be able to understand people, and you want people to be able to understand you, and that's how you express yourself. If you're only ever reacting with anger, aggression, or just quick thought, it doesn't have to be something negative, per se. It could be something like, oh, you know, let's go to the bar, and you're like, oh, let's go right now, versus being like, well, I got homework. I got a meeting tomorrow. I got a close I got to go to. How about 
all think about it. I'll let you guys know in 30 minutes, whatever, right? You're, you don't want to react quickly to things because almost everything that you is instantaneous, as we talked about the first idea I talked about, everything that's instantaneous, instant gratification is probably not going to benefit you in the long run. And the flip side is the things that fucking suck right now, oh, hella homework. Oh, God, I got to go to the gym. I'm so tired. Going for a run, knocking doors in the 110 degree heat. All these things that suck now, give it three months. Whoa, I got a lot of checks in my bank. Give it three months. Whoa, I'm 6% body fat. Give it three months. Whoa, I have straight A's in my classes. You know, we're talking about delayed gratification. Matthew McConaughey talks about that a lot. Delayed gratification is one of the most important and satisfying uh, ways to experience life. So, another thing to think about. <clears throat> All right, so I've been reading this book. It's called, uh, what is it? I've read so many of these guys' books. It's called um, Be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone. Phenomenal book. Recommend everyone reading it. If you guys don't know who Grant Cardone is, check him out online. He's basically like the sales guru slash motivational speaker slash entrepreneur slash just He's a one-of-one one guy. I met him, actually. Lucky enough to meet him when I was a kid, like 18 or 19 at a seminar. But um, I'm reading his book right now. I've read a ton of his books. But this latest one I'm reading, Be Obsessed or Be Average, he talks about bad habits. And just when you cut them out, um, within a week, you will start to see you know things get better in your life just by removing bad habits. For example, no porn, no gambling, no going out, things like this, right? You remove those, you're probably going to be better off. But I think the thing that people forget or don't understand is just because you remove bad habits doesn't mean that life is going to be start rewarding you because, oh, Nick, you always used to gamble. You always used to drink. Now you don't gamble or drink anymore. Here's $100,000. Here's every job opportunity. Here's 10 closes this week. It does not give a Life does not give a fuck. Winning, another great book. Tim Grove, I just finished reading. Winning does not care. It does not give a fuck about oh, well, I did this, or I'm not doing this anymore. You To get better and to be successful at anything, you can't just not do bad habits anymore. Yes, you have to get rid of them as they are detrimental to your success in life, but you need to swap them out or refill them with good habits. Instead of saying, yeah, I'm not going to drink tonight, so that means I can stay up and play video games all day. No. Yeah, I'm not going to drink tonight, and instead of doing that, I'm going to watch five Lightspeed TV virtual training videos. I'm going to go ahead and attend a seminar that weekend instead. I'm going to read 200 pages of this book. I'm going to study all weekend for my final at the end of the week. You replace these negative habits or bad habits, and you need to fill your time with something because I don't know about you guys. I've never been diagnosed for being bored or, I mean, ADHD or ADD. My sister has ADD. But, I mean, if anyone knows me, you know, I'm a fucking spaz as it is. But with that being said, if I have free time, I'm going to want to fuck off in some way, shape, or form. So I'd rather fuck off on something that's beneficial. Therefore, it's, I'm not even fucking off. I'm getting shit done. than fucking off with things that don't fulfill me long term. And they're just quick satisfaction, quick, gratifica quick gratification. Uh, <clears throat> I think that's really important because for me, every day I wake up, almost every day. I, mean, just, I wrote it down. It's over there. You got to have your day planned out. Week planned out, month planned out, year planned out. The more structured you are, the less time you have to fuck off. Because for me, when I wake up the night before I go to bed, like I did today, for the most part I do this, I write my fucking day out. What do I? What time am I getting up at? What, first thing I do every morning, damn near every morning, I wake up, I take a cold fucking shower. Real quick, I want to let you guys know cold showers are phenomenal. 
They're good for your cardiovascular system. There's another man you should check out. His name's Wim Hof. Phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Fucking ran Mount Everest in just swim trunks. Nothing else. Can't make this shit up. Look him up. He's called the Iceman for a reason. Computer's freaking out. We're going so ham. But anyway, I take a freezing cold shower in the morning. It wakes me up. I don't need, I don't drink coffee. I stay away from caffeine. Teach their own. But for me, I'm too anxious as it is. I don't need that shit in my fucking blood system. So I take a freezing cold shower. I make my bed. It starts with the first task of the day. I feel like I'm on top of the day. Go out breakfast. Go to the meeting. If I have a meeting, it's over. If I have homework, I basically I write out everything I need to do. From fucking the time I wake up to the time I go to bed, what I'm eating, what kind of workout I'm doing, what I'm, not even what kind of workout I'm doing, but what am I doing in my workout? If I'm hitting back, am I doing loads, am I doing lats, am I, I have everything dialed up. If I need to follow up on a potential client, write it down, boom, boom, reach out to a family member. And when I'm writing down my goals, I'm looking at, are these goals aligning with my weekly goals? Are my weekly goals aligning with my monthly goals? And this will give you way more structure, okay? Now I want to take a step back here. I'm not saying that you guys need to write every fucking thing out. You don't need to be structured like me. I get it. Some people don't need all that shit to be successful. For me, I do. Because if I don't have something that I'm shooting for or attaining for, I start getting anxiety. I start wasting time on stupid shit, gambling, partying, chasing chicks. Shit that's not going to help you out in the long run. So, all I'm saying is, at least writing out your day. What are you going to do today? It could be like five things, too. It doesn't have to be super structured like me. What are five things you have to get done today? Cool. And I like to physically write them out. You can put them on your phone, but I like to physically write them out because crossing them off for me, it's kind of like a mental tick. It feels good. It feels great. I got that done, right? It's like knocking a, knocking a fucking domino over, right? Boom, done, boom, done, boom. It just gives you momentum to get through the day. The more shit I cross off, the better I feel. When I go to bed at night, cool, I do it again tomorrow. It gives me more momentum going into the following day. So <clears throat> you have to try and replace your bad habits with some sort of good habits. It's going to be hard, obviously. Anything in life worth having is difficult. Right? Anything that comes easy, it's not worth it. There's a really, really great quote. And it says, Joe Rogan, requotes someone else, but he says, so, so, show me a rich man who's the son of a rich man. It's self-made. That's a big thing. It's Once you're born into wealth, and there's nothing wrong. I've talked about this on the podcast before. There's nothing wrong. In fact, that's phenomenal. And I'm I'm very happy for you, generally happy for anyone that's born into a very wealthy family. That's great. It means your family sacrificed someone had to do something for you to fucking be where you're at. And that you should be grateful, but I'm also very happy for you because you know life's life is worth experience the best way possible. But the bottom line is you will never have to know what it's like to suffer and stress about fuck, dude, where's you know, I remember when I was like hella broke, like oh fuck. and I mean I still have a long way to go, but I was dead fucking broke, like before solar. I was dead broke, like I mean, like, asking my roommates to give me, like, 20 bucks for gas because I had negative $200 in my bank account and I have an appointment I have to drive to in fucking Corning, which is 30 minutes away from Chico. I don't have enough gas to get there and I don't get paid till Thursday or Friday from Poorhouse. So I have to find a way to come up with money to put in my fucking tank just so I can get there and I didn't want to ask my mom and dad for help. That kind of book. Or I have $5 in my bank. <clears throat> All I have to eat is pasta. So I guess we're eating all week. I'm eating pasta. I'm eating eggs for breakfast. Pasta for dinner, maybe pasta for lunch if I'm if I can <laughs> if I'm really hungry. You know, like it was it wasn't like I don't, there's everyone that's gonna have more extreme. This is an opinion. I'm just saying like I was fucking broke. I get it. Okay, I get. It. You don't know like I'd be late on the rent, late on my car payment, like just fucking credit card debt out the ass. So all I'm saying is that in order to be successful, if you want to enjoy life to a, to the level that it's meant to be enjoyed, as you have to suffer at something. 
Now, I'm not saying if you are financially successful, go blow your money. That's fucking stupid. I'm just saying anything worth having comes with a certain level of sacrifice because that in itself is a reward when you get there. When I when I was able to not stress about how much gas I'm putting in my car, or I can buy my mom flowers, or buy my buddy Jake a brand new jersey, it felt so good. Not stressing about how much it cost, just being able to do things like that is the biggest reward in itself. Giving back to those that were there for you when you had nothing, that is my fucking drive. This right here, my mom, my dad, and my sister's not in this picture, but her too. That is my fucking drive. That is what motivates me. Because without them, I'd be nothing in this fucking world. So, <clears throat> anyway, just another food for thought. Um, my next one, this one's been going on a lot lately with me, but I kind of had a good day, which I'll talk about um, in short, but it's kind of changed my perspective. But look, at the bottom line, there's going to be days where you feel lost, you're questioning your motive, and you feel like your gas tank is empty. Bottom line, you're just like, what am I doing? I don't care how successful you are or how broken you are. There's going to be days where you're just like, dude, what? Like, I have no drive. I have no, like, I don't know what, why I'm out here. Whether, you, whether you're successful, which is crazy because you think successful people have it all figured out, but even they have days where they struggle. Or obviously on the flip side, those that are broken, they have a lot of days of struggle. But I know those days where you're like, I don't see any good in the day. Like, I am so down bad right now. Like, fuck, everything sucks. Nothing's going my way. And what I want to say to that is you have to understand that it's normal, first of all, to feel lost. It's normal to feel like, what am I doing? Even if you're doing all the right shit, right? reading books, studying, going to seminars, working out, whatever it is for you, chasing your passion, sacrificing you know, today's lust for tomorrow's betterment, right? So it's normal. But what I want to say to that is on top of that, it just being normal, is it's important to understand that it will get better, right? There's a really great quote that says, this too shall pass. Things are really bad. <laughs> This too shall pass. Things are really good. This too shall pass. But every moment in life, every feeling experience you're getting is teaching you something. So don't just look at it as woe is me or what do I do? It's okay. I feel like this. Why? Talk about earlier about breaking down your emotions. Why do I feel like this? Well, like for me, with like Soul I was having a lot of doubts recently. Like, fuck, like I'm losing it. Like I need to get more deals. And then I broke it down. Like, well, how many days am I really going out? Not as many as I should. How many hours am I going out when I'm out on those days? Not as many as I should. How many times am I giving my best pitch possible? Not as many times as I should. And when you take the emotion out of it, and you take it from a logical perspective, all of a sudden things aren't that bad. All of a sudden things aren't that dark. All of a sudden things aren't that scary. In fact, it becomes very simple and it becomes very easy. I wouldn't even say easy. Easy is different. It's simple. It's not easy, but it's simple to get out of the rut you're in. Because then when you start looking at it from like a logical perspective, oh, if I got up earlier, oh, if I knocked more doors, oh, if I talked to more people, oh, if I read more books, I wouldn't be in the situation I'm in. It's only because of your current actions and your current habits, good or bad, probably your bad ones though, that you're in the situation you're in right now. And I had this realization earlier today. That's why I wrote it down. I was like, why the fuck am I playing video games till two in the morning sometimes for no fucking, am I ninja? No. You know, ninja from the, the number one like video gamer in the world? No. Do I get a dollar from fucking video games? No. Do I get a dollar from playing golf? No. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And there's some good obsessions to have. You know, replace that with the vice. That's good. But no. Should I be golfing every day? Fuck no. Should I be knocking doors every day? Fuck yes. What's going to what's gonna help my family out? You think I'm not going pro? Fuck no. I'm suck at golf. But 
Um, I'm getting better, low-key, but it's a separate story, okay? But I'm still pretty trash. Anyway, but the point is, is that you need to understand that even when you feel lost, there is definitely a path to get you back on track. But if you have to take your fucking pity party hat off and what was me mentality and look at it from a logical perspective. If you're overweight, oh, I'm never going to get in shape. Well, for starters, what do you fucking eat on a daily basis? You eating junk food? Are you eating all hours of the night? Are you going outside? If you are working out, how much are you working out? How many days are you working out? At the end of the day, a lot of this shit is lo- it's logic. It's just number. It's a numbers game. You commit X amount of hours to doing something that you hate to do, but no will benefit you. You will be good. If you spend an hour at the gym every fucking day for 30 days and you never spent more than 20 minutes in the gym more than five days a week, how much better do you think you're physically going to look? It's literally inevitable, right? If you suck at reading or public speaking and you spend an hour a day, especially can be more, but at least an hour a day, public speaking, speaking in the camera, speaking out loud, how much better are you going to be in a year? You know, six months, a year, five years, 10 years. If you're always broke, how much time are you spending a day to make your money work for you? You not work for your money. The end goal is to make sure your money works for you, passive income. You don't want to be working for your money forever because then you get caught in the fucking rat race and you're like everyone else that's stuck working the nine to five, barely getting by. And like I said before, if you work the nine to five, I'm not hating on you at all. I'm just saying there's a lot of people out there and you can be successful in the nine to five, but there's a lot of fucking people out there. More than 70% of Americans, you can look it up your fucking self. To live paycheck to fucking paycheck. And I will not fucking live that life. I've done that long enough in my 23 years to be done with that fucking life. I'm done fucking, you know, having to stress out where the fucking next, where my next bill is coming in and fuck, how am I going to swing this, throw it on the credit card, don't want to ask mom and dad for money, but then get in debt. Don't, you don't want to do that, okay? You do not want to do that. So bottom line is figure out your path. Understand if you're going through stuff and you understand, you don't know where you want to go, you feel like you're going to quit. I've been there. I understand you. I was feeling like that a little bit this last week. But when I broke it down to what I really am doing about it, I realized I wasn't doing jack shit. And I understand if I do jack shit that I'm supposed to do, then those problems and feelings will go away 100%. So you got to remember that. <clears throat> okay. Um, where are we at here? Just I already talked about that. Right, so the final thing I want to talk about tonight <clears throat> in it. It hit me, I think it was this morning. I think it was this morning or last night. Also, Hilarious Society hats, by the way. Always got to promote the brand. Hit me up if you want one. And stickers, which we'll get more of. But uh, you have to break the cycle is basically what I was thinking about. And I wrote it down in my notes. And I write a lot of stuff down in my notes on my phone. But for some reason, it's like really sticking with me. Like it's like a fucking bruise in my shoulder or like a... I don't know, like a scar on my face. Like it's really just burning right now. And it's it hits so close to home because it's like, <clears throat> sure, I'm in a better place than I was a year ago. But overall, has my life changed dramatically? No. Do I still do a lot of the same shit I did a year ago? Yeah, two years ago? Yeah, three years ago? Yeah. Are all these people I look up to? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Fred Sinatra, Leonardo DiCaprio, Warren Buffett, Conor McGregor, Tiger Woods, Kobe Bryant, list goes on and on and on, right? Are these people, were these people, did they break their cycle? Absolutely. They stopped doing the same bullshit. They kept them at ground zero and started doing shit that took them from level one, two, three, four to fucking 10,000 because they implemented new tactics. Like, And this all comes back to the idea of habits. If you take all your bad habits and replace them with all with good habits and consistency, constant repetition carries conviction. Conor McGregor read, read that quote and it 
If you do something over and over and over that you know is good, which is probably going to suck, eating healthy, going to bed on time, not gambling, not watching porn, not hitting up chicks at 2 in the morning, all this, all this shit's a waste of time. It's a fucking waste of time. If you can stabilize what you're doing and do it every fucking day to the best of your abilities, you will break the cycle. And then your cycle will become a cycle of success and fulfillment. And if you look at any of these people that I just named, there's a million more people probably you look up to, even local. They don't have to be celebrities. They can be anyone that inspires you to be a better version of yourself. I guarantee fucking tea, once they get into a new cycle of success, that's what they do. They're like, this shit's too easy. I'm going to go up. This shit's too easy. I'm going to go up. And they keep moving these cycles forward versus 95% of America, including me right now, where they're like just stuck in the cycle. And I just got out of one, but now I'm in another. Like, you got to constantly propel yourself forward. Because there's so much untapped potential that all of us don't even realize we have. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, bottom line is that's just kind of something that's been on my mind lately. I just figured I'd let you guys know, um, kind of give you my thoughts. Feel free to comment on YouTube, whatever, share this if you feel like it helped you. If it if it, there's something that you feel like I could have added on, feel free. I'd love to have you guys on the podcast. Um, but yeah, bottom line is, as I always like to say, Life is short. It is like meant to be lived, right? You gotta live life. You can't just live in a box, because there's so many fucking people that go to the fucking to the graveyard and be like, "What if?" So remember that. Laugh about it. This episode, think about it. But laugh about it. We're gonna drop. I have a couple buddies coming on later this uh, next coming episode, so we're gonna keep cranking those out. Stay tuned. Love all you guys. Thank you for all the support, and we will see you next time.